Oh, oh, before I even get started, Michael Carrillo has promised to play us out. So instead of our original outro song, he's going to play his original music. And I'm thinking of making a special request. Hopefully he grants it. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about in order to broaden perspectives. Today, Tuesday, and Thursday, we have a special guest because this is our first musician on Too Hard, Too Woo! Fast podcast. Um, <laughs> Michael Carrillo, a.k.a. Mikey Vibe, a.k.a. Deer Vibes, because we're going to learn about, you have a band, correct, called Deer Vibes? Deer Vibes, that's right, yeah. We're going to get into it, and I want to know why the vibes, man. I'm feeling the vibes. Are you feeling the vibes? <laughs> I think it's just the alcohol. We started pre-gaming. I think so, too. We're going to go too hard, too fast. Too so fast. sit back. Hell yeah. <laughs> but with that said, sit back, buckle up. Let's go too hard, too fast. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast podcast. Cheers. 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 <laughs> it's the podcast of the century. <laughs> First thing we want to know, what are you drinking, Mike? Are you drinking, Mike? Well, I wanted to uh, stick with uh, something that I like. I mean, I, I asked some people what I should bring on, but everybody had – I didn't really think anybody's ideas were too good. Uh, so, <laughs> what were some so, of the ideas they had, though, if you don't mind? Uh, I mean, some of them, there's uh, – The well, stupid I, ideas, I guess. <laughs> the stupid ideas. Well, I don't want to say anything bad about any of the beers. Uh, but, uh, it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the beauty about the podcast. This is what we can do. <laughs> yeah, um, you just blame it on going too hard, too fast. Yeah. Just say well, you were drunk. Well, one of the beers that I did want to bring on or try from from the breweries, but I've only been there a couple of times. Uh, they're from uh, called Back Unturned Brewery. They're uh, they're on Brooklyn and Avenue B, um, where my where my bar is slash was or whatever um so i they have pizza and they started brewing their own beer there and they're they're fairly new uh so they're, they're pretty cool local company you know uh, and the last time i went in there they had a couple of different good beers and uh and good pizza too there so it seems pretty like it's one of the things that i wanted to uh try but i didn't get my hands on it within the week um in fact i hadn't even checked into like if they have it at like heb i don't think they do i think it's still just at the brewery um at, the, at their location there um so i went with a classic in my mind uh real ale brewery because this is um just really good i like fireman's four it's a blonde ale um right. yeah it's 5.1 percent um but i got a big one so we could drink it throughout the show got some whiskey here too so we <laughs> oh, can uh, yeah. loosen up a little bit you know <laughs> uh, where's fireman's four from is that local to texas real ale is texas yeah it's a uh, real ale. that's right yeah real ale uh, Blanco, Blanco, Texas. Blanco, Texas. So you, you wanted to stay local to San Antonio and yeah. just completely went on the yeah. highways. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> what, was the, what was the name of that brewery? Back Unturned? Back Unturned, yeah. I'm going to have to check um, it out. I've never heard from it or of it. Yeah, it's, it's fairly new. It's fairly new, but they're pretty cool. And uh, I figured, you know, good cross promotion for uh, as things go on. Hopefully we get our, our business back open and kind of we'll be sharing that neighborly love between between everybody that's kind of coming up around that area. 
Yeah, for sure. And I, I um, we were going to talk about your bar um, as we go further. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that later. But I just wanted to do that with the beer, at least, you know. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're doing. You went too hard, too fast. That's all good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so let's rate that beer, the Fireman's Four, using one point from one point to two, using decimals. What would you rate it? Obviously, two being the best because it's like that too hard, too fast beer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, sorry. And I should tell you, it's based on the label. The alcohol content versus the price and the taste. Yeah. And would you drink a six pack of it at least? All right. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I could definitely drink a six pack of this. Um, the, the, uh, I like the, the art. I mean, it's simple, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's I simple, like it too. but the, 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 uh, the taste has definitely got me. I, I would say like a, a 1.8, you know, um, it's one of those. It's a like I kind of said. It's kind of a classic in my mind at this point. Uh, something that I know I can go to, and it's it'll be good. And and for the most part, they have it at a lot of the breweries, you know, or a lot of the the bars. Nice. So one point eight. That's good. That's a little high. Maybe one point so, seven. No, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go back down. You know. <laughs> no, you're good, man. You, you would definitely recommend it, though. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely recommend it. A one point eight. I'll stick with. I do. A uh, fireman's four was one of the more I guess for me, when I was introduced to like heavier beers and like stronger beers, yeah, Fireman Four was definitely one of the ones that, um, you know, a way stressed going off the Bud Light, the Michelob Ultras, like you know the typical. Right. I just turned twenty one. I can drink legally. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fireman Four was one of my first to like venture out into craft beer kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. See, I think it's 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 one of those. It's just kind of like a. You're, I don't want to say the word basic, but you know, it's like the, it's like, it's the standard of craft beer. Like, you know, one of the ones that like you can just go to and it's, it's, you know, Blanco, Texas, you know, Texas beer. So, you know. And Real L, the Real L makes a lot of good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Worm, what are you drinking? Uh, well, before I share what I'm drinking, uh, Mike, I just want to make sure um, I, I could take off my mask, right? You're healthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> all right, bro. This, this virus could transmit in different ways, bro. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. That covers. I'm staying local to Texas, too, but I'm drinking wine. Um, I was drinking some beer, but uh, right now I'm drinking some wine because I want to go too hard, too fast with Mike. Enjoy <laughs> some of that music. Yano, I don't know if you guys have a uh, boom. So this one, um, shoot, what's it say? <laughs> say the name again. Isn't it Yano? Now what is it? How do you say it? It's Lano. Lano. Oh, Yano. Yeah, whatever. Lano, <laughs> Lano Texas. Yeah, there you go. 11%. It's in Lubbock, so it's close to where I'm at. I don't know if you know, Mike. I live in West Texas, so I'm out here. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I like it. Price was good. I um, I give it a 1.75. Hey, what's the price? You didn't even... Uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Seven bucks for this whole bottle. Seven? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll be... different ones, though. This one's a sweet, what, sweet Shannon? You know, sometimes they have, like, a dry red or they have a sweet red. Um, so I went, I went like, a white wine this time, but it's not bad. So 1.75. Nice. 
And Mike, I'm gonna try to finish this uh, before the end of our before the end of our conversation. So. All right. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking, George? Okay, so I went out because, like you said, Mike posted that he wanted local, and so I was I was gonna match them local for local, <laughs> and I just went a little local. Uh, <laughs> I went to Ranger Creek Brewing. Nice. Um. I wanted to try out their their barrel series, and they didn't have the one I wanted. I wanted the Wee Heavy. It was 11.9% alcohol, uh, but they didn't have it on draft. Um, so I went with, uh, it's called the Imperial Brown Ale, and it's a 9 point something percent alcohol. Which, which one did you get? Imperial Brown Ale. Nice. It's from the barrel series. They have, it's um. One of their stronger beers because it's uh it it's in those barrels. I don't know how that works. I'm not a brewmaster, but <laughs> so they sell it in a four pack. That's the only thing I'm like, oh, a four pack. We've you know I've talked about how I hate the four pack, but it is a stronger beer. It's I think it's about twelve bucks a four pack or maybe a little less. I could be wrong. Anyway, I got it in a growler. Nice. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, definitely going to try to finish this. <laughs> um, it looks like this. It's dark. Nice. The taste, it's really good. It's kind of like vanilla-y, caramel-ish. So I'm going to give it a 1.81. 1. A 1. 1.81. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Especially because like the growler fill was not that expensive. Like it was a good price. So they have a good deal. 1.81. Good beer. Ranger Creek local to San Antonio. <laughs> nice. That's and they up. were friendly. They were like, they let me take pictures throughout the, the place so I could find like the good one for the Instagrams. But they were real friendly. So I, I think I would go back for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think um no, I could be confused. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know. There was some event there. I can't remember if I played there or somewhere else before. I'm getting confused. But yeah, that that's, that location is pretty cool. It's a, uh, where's it at? Like 35 and something, right? 30, yeah, almost 35 and 410 yeah. area. Um, yeah. And I feel like when I was driving there, I felt like I've been there before. Like it felt like like I like I'm from from the area, like I've been to the, to a brewery there. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if it was that one or what, but it just felt... Yeah, George drinks too much. I, that's the problem. That's probably what it was. <laughs> you know? I remember going there, just not leaving. <laughs> Somebody had to take me home afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, Mike, what, uh, what's your favorite drink, though? Do you have a favorite drink, favorite beer, or a uh, mixed drink or something? Uh, I mean, I like whiskey. That's kind of my go-to liquor, you know. Uh, oh, nice. Do you have uh, any particular yeah. whiskey? Or just, uh, does it matter as long as it's whiskey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, let me see. I don't know. I mean, I know like the trying to keep it local, but did y'all have Rebecca Creek uh, as a as a whiskey last time, or there was uh, some? Uh, didn't George, didn't you uh, do a review on that, George? It was Devil Devil's Run. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it's local to San Antonio as well, but I don't want to like cut into like uh ranger creek because they also sell whiskey 
Oh yeah, true, you know, true. Sponsored by either one, so you know what? <laughs> Unless one of them wants to sponsor us, we'll work both. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think just in general, I mean, like uh, you know, right now, actually, <laughs> right now I'm drinking uh, this Redemption Rye. I've never had it before. Oh, there we go. It's, it's not from here, but I like I like rye. Um, you know, when you get your old fashions, it's like bourbon or rye. I, I usually do the rye. So, um, who, who makes it? Uh, it's it's called Redemption Rye Whiskey. I just like went next door. I'm all, I'm at a, I'm at my. You know, there's, there's a liquor store right next door. Yeah, so. There you go. <laughs> Wherever you're at, you're a walking distance from a liquor store. That's all yeah, that matters. As yeah. long as you could drink at that place. That's yeah. all. <laughs> if you since you're gonna show me yours, I'm gonna show you mine. <laughs> Not that kind. Chill out. I uh, know. Uh, what the hell is George talking about? Too hard, too fast. I know. Too hard, too fast. Hey, uh, so be, uh, I guess until George comes back, I'm just going to let you know, uh, Mike, um, I was stalking you a little bit on Instagram, bro. So right after this, uh, I'm going to mention your first post back in May 27, 2014. Remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. No? All right. You're talking shit, but it's okay. Nah, warm, warm it. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, I want you to do a shot with me. Nice. All right. <laughs> Let's it do worm? it. You want to do a shot or what? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me go get one of those uh, little bottles. Hold up. Hey, Mike, I got this shot glass, man. It reminded me of you, bro. Boom. Right there, bro. The guitar and everything, bro. Boom. Where, hey, where's your hat, man? That way. Uh, I need to get my hat. Present, yeah. That hat, hat looks like a taco now that I saw it. <laughs> I'm drinking some tequila right here. So let's do it. Let's take a shot. All right. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers to Mike. Uh, to Mike. <laughs> to Mikey Vibe. Feel the vibes, man. Feel the vibes. Thank you. Yeah, where you didn't hear, all I have is this winter glass to drink out of. So. Oh, okay. Uh, it's seasonal. Well, you I have mean, something to drink out of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, That's uh, perfect. That's perfect. Hey, better than me, bro. I'm drinking straight out of the wine uh, the wine bottle, bro, like, uh, like a bomb <laughs> instead of uh, getting fancy and... <laughs> having a wine glass but oh well it's all good <laughs> why waste the time you know what i'm saying yeah i already know i'm gonna finish the bottle so <laughs> all right I'm, just, I'm saving myself from doing dishes so i'm saving time <laughs> i'm saving water that's the way i see it you know what I mean? but, that's a good idea why well, have to waste the dish yeah um all right let's get let's get into mike mikey vibe story before no, no. we go into like the early ages. I want to know where the name Mikey Vibe is from. Uh, well, I've been in a handful of bands for the past over ten years, probably. But uh, I'll just say I'll just say ten. It sounds more more reasonable. <laughs> um, but I was in a band with my friends uh, called Through Her Vibe. Like you know, like you feel somebody's vibe through her vibe. Mm. Um, so when I was in that band, uh, that kind of kicked me off on starting writing a lot of my own music uh so just being in that band we started playing a lot of shows around town and um i i had already had experience in booking events and, and kind of doing that sort of thing so i guess with through her vibe people just started calling me mikey vibe because of the band uh mikey. and yeah and then so from there that's when i named when i started my own thing that's when i started dear vibes so it's all connecting from one thing to the other <laughs> nice hey mike broken song can i join your band bro <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> can i can no frills can i join <laughs> 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 i need some money 
<laughs> this podcast is going nowhere. I need to <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I need to quit this, shit, bro. I need to. <laughs> did, did you have did like did you have a background in music, or did you learn by being in the men, or? Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like learning stuff, uh, pretty much I just uh, well. I had a friend that kind of taught me and my family's musical. I mean, my aunts, my uncles, my grandfather, you know, so um, I kind of just grew up around it a lot. And then um, I never went to school for music or anything like that. You know, I mean, I, I've, uh, there's like those two types of musicians, those ones that like know music theory and are very smart and, and know exactly what the hell they're talking about. And then there's me. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Hey, don't just, feel bad. And I could be wrong, but this is too hard, too fast, and we don't check facts. But I think the Beatles, bro, I mean, they became very popular. And uh, I don't think any of them knew how to read music. Yeah. None of them knew music theory. They just did their own thing. And and uh, so sometimes those are the best people because they don't follow yeah. a pattern or whatever the conventional thing is. So. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like there's, there's a, some sort of a disconnect. I mean, all musicians... I have the ability to like write creatively and, and, you know, good and stuff. But I, I, I used to feel like, man, I wish I knew more about, you know, how to write music and stuff like that. And I mean, I can, I can translate what I need to with the band because Dear Vibes has a lot of people, you know, like, I mean, we're like a pretty big band and, and I write the parts, but it's also half of it. It's just me telling them like, Hey, violins do this. And Hey, trumpet do this. And like, you know, just kind of, uh, feeling it and, and kind of working it out with them but uh it's a lot i mean it's it's fun we have a good time doing it and then also uh i think the ability to just be able to like kind of turn off your mind to, to from like educational from an educational point and just being like this is what i hear or this is what i feel mm -hmm. it helps it helps the music kind of come more naturally that way too at least for me you know i know everybody does it different but you know no definitely i mean by you doing it that way um I mean, people, when they listen to it, they're going to probably feel the same way. You know what I mean? So you're just connecting to the people a lot more. So, yeah. Yeah. Instead of using logic. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I think, I don't know. It is me and I probably the circles around me, like the people around me that listen to the same kind of music. I really am not a big fan of like mainstream stuff only because a lot of it starts to sound the same. Yeah. And somebody explained it once, and I don't know where I saw it, but they were like, all you really need is a certain three chords played in a different way. Oh, yeah. Four chords, I think. Yeah. Uh, the same four chords. All these popular songs use the same four chords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's like, ah, oh, that's what, like, I'm not smart enough to. And Mike only uses two of those chords. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just drinking out of it. I thought you were going to make a joke on my, on my thing. I was, I was going to say, I don't, I'm not smart enough for like, to understand music that way uh the best thing i've ever played is spotify so <laughs> i tried playing the guitar once and you know it, it didn't work out um i made a profit on the guitar that's all i can say <laughs> hey there you go <laughs> right um good investment anyway but when some when some when when i learned about this it's like that really i guess i could say pissed me off that they sell you this music as something new, a new sound or whatever, but really it's just the same thing manufactured 
Uh, and I don't know if somebody like that plays indie music or whatever, you know, starting up or even you, Mike, I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you're playing the same four chords. But I'm saying the way you do it, uh, if you're doing it by how you feel and how it sounds to you versus like the logical educational way, like you're stepping away from that. I think that's more enjoyable for me when I'm listening as a fan. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you're feeling it, I'm feeling that we're all feeling that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, do vibes. I went all over the place on that one, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, when do vibes, <laughs> we did. Um, when do vibes, when I started do vibes, um, you know, most of our music was instrumental kind of for that reason. It was like, I, I don't think I was at the point yet to, to lyrically uh, try to get my point across the way I wanted to. I mean, I, I was still, we had, we had lyrics, but it was not so much of like the singer songwriter style lyrics. Um, it was more of just a part of the, the music or the, or the vibe in general. Um, so as I, as I learned more though, I mean, like, my other band, Michael J and the Foxes, which is the songs that I played or am playing. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, the songs <laughs> that you're about to play. Songs I'm about to play. Um, <laughs> yeah, the songs I'm about to play. Um, <laughs> um, it's okay. Know. We like to break the fourth wall. Like, come on. If anybody thinks that we're filming Tuesday and Thursday, Right. <laughs> we did. We recorded this earlier this Tuesday morning. We don't have yeah, data. Right. So. so we already know what um, Mikey Vibe is playing. We're going to – and I did make a special request, and he granted it. Um, so stick around for Thursday's episode. But this is neither here or there. So we hook him, so Mike. <laughs> um. <laughs> Michael J and the Foxes. Yeah, Michael J and the Foxes. So with Michael J and the Foxes, I, I, I feel like I learned a little bit more. Where Jeeves was not so uh, four chords, you know, we're much more free on our instrumentation and, and kind of the complexity. But with Michael J and the Foxes, I had to say, okay, I can play three chords in a song, but that's not the point of this band. This point is my songwriting and the lyrics and, and trying to touch somebody with emotionally through lyrics rather than instruments, you know, so... I feel like um, I've grown in that sense, but also have a pretty good understanding of, you know, trying to uh, be unique while still being catchy um, rather than like, you know, the, the mainstream stuff that is a lot of it is just terrible. <laughs> mm. And speaking of lyrics, like, uh, I guess like all musicians pour themselves or the feelings out um, into their music, into their words. Is that the same? Cause you know, at least, I've only met you in person maybe like once or twice at best. And mm -hmm. I doubt you even remember. I think you served me a beer once. And we're going to talk <laughs> about your bar. And, <laughs> but other than that. Um, Wait, you guys shared a beer? or No, he gave me a beer. Or not gave oh. me. I, he sold me a beer. Oh, okay, come on. Hey, COVID, man. Dangerous. So I was about to say. Um, I think it was at the beginning of last year before, before COVID. Yeah, oh, before all that. Then it's okay. Free, but way before. <laughs> Uh, I had it in December. It's all good. I think it was around. No, it was it was in December of last. Ah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. The thing <laughs> is, um, I want to ask. Like, you seem, at least when I was trying to get to know you through Instagram and talking to you, text message, trying to make the appointment happen. 
you seem a little like uh, like a, a closed off or quiet or reserved. I guess uh-huh. is is obviously music how you escape and how you let people actually know what's going on with you or. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Is there any truth in that? Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's just my <laughs> assumption. He probably just thought you were a dick, George, and that's why he didn't want to talk <laughs> to you. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I think uh, there's all the different ways, you know, I mean, as a bartender, you like you try to be nice and polite to people as a musician. I mean, I don't know, you know, any, anybody can come off a bunch of different ways to people, I guess. But I know that, uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, I never thought of myself as reserved, but I guess like I'm sh- somewhat shy. I don't know. No, it's not cool to call yourself shy anymore. You know what I mean? Like, um, um, but uh, you know, yeah, I'm more quiet in person when until I get to know somebody. You know, and outside of that, musically, when I'm on stage, it I'm somebody else altogether. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that, yeah, that's what I, like I was want, um, gonna get to like. Maybe you're not. Like again, I've only known you for a little bit. Oh, let's you know what There you go, bro. Loosen up, bro. Loosen up. Stop being so reserved. <laughs> hey, but Mike, believe it or not, no, I I, I totally feel I I think I'm the same way. So with my friends or family, I'm very, I guess, extroverted. I can make jokes and but when I'm meeting someone new, I don't want to come across as an idiot. Even if I, even if I am an idiot, that's not the point, though. I don't want right, to come right. across as an idiot. Yeah. And so people expect me to act the same way. You know, they expect me to act like worm in front of these new people that I just met. And it's like, dang, I don't even know them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And so I'm, I, I'm pretty reserved um, for the most part too when I'm meeting uh, either new people or a group of new people. Um, but then they try to push me to, to <laughs> make all these jokes. It's like, damn, I'm not, I don't feel yeah. comfortable. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. And, yeah. and they always ask me, why are you so quiet? I'm like, because I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and not I drunk. That, that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Loosen <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think that's just as much as uh, like trying to be trying to be respectful, but also like kind of protecting yourself or, or kind of like you know, everybody, you don't know who they are sometimes, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, you don't know like, how they're going to interpret things, how they're going to, they're going to yeah. find something offensive or yeah. what's their background. Yeah. So you're still gauging that and trying to see wh- where, you know, what kind of person they are. Right. Right. So how does that translate to where when you're stepping on, out on stage with a crowd full of people where some of, some may be your friends that they know you, they like your music. Uh, family who's there to support you versus people are just there trying to see who who the heck is Mikey Vibe and yeah. what, you know what kind of name is Mikey? They're already pretty judging, obviously. <laughs> right, right, right. And you got all kinds of people. How do you how do you make that switch? And what is that feeling like? Yeah, um, I think uh, I think a part of that question too is like if I get nervous, you know what I mean? Because I don't really get nervous anymore uh, when I play. Um, I, I mean, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more confident in my performance and, and my and my music in general, my lyrics and my and what I'm presenting. So I so I feel like as long as I'm confident in that, then when I, when I go on stage, I can kind of just I don't worry about it when I'm on stage. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is the best of who I am as a writer and, and, and kind of like who I am as a person, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, so, 
so at that point it doesn't matter what they think anymore um and most of the time that turns out really well if they understand like what i'm doing or saying you know i mean i try to be very clever about my lyrics and and uh appropriately like symbolic and metaphorical i mean sometimes i'm very straightforward um but i think uh you know if you listen you you more or less should be able to understand what i'm saying and it's it's a very uh most of the time it's a it's an it's a very blunt message or it's a very balanced message of like uh the whole spectrum of emotions you know uh and and so being like that i think it's something that anybody can relate to so when i get on stage i don't I don't worry about what they think. I think this, this makes sense to me. And if it doesn't make sense to you and you have a problem with me, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. My- no, it, uh, I, I want to, uh, if I can be real honest. Sure. Because after this, I'm going to just lie the rest of the podcast. <laughs> no. Um, so I work with your mom and that's how we have that connection. Um, she invited me to a concert that you were having, and you know I respect the heck of out of out of your mom. Like your mom is like top uh, person in my life. Uh, she helps me out a lot at work. Yeah. Um, so she asked me to come to this concert. I was like, of course. You know, you're asking me. You've done so much. Like I, I don't know what kind of music you play. I don't know how you sound. I still have to pay for a ticket, okay? <laughs> right, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was like, okay. You know, what do you mean they're not serving alcohol at this place? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So anyway, so I'm going there and I'm already making my my prejudgment of like, oh, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna pretend, you know, it's 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 her son. I'm gonna be nice whether I like it or not. Right. I'm never <laughs> like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm sitting there <laughs> and I'm waiting. Um, I'm still trying to like uh, trying to get through this. Like, I hope this is good. Like, I really hope this is good. Because <laughs> there's no alcohol. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so there's no like like my sober thoughts are like I could be drinking right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so um, you come on stage and you and I, I could be remembering this wrong, but I think the first song you played was about a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. And you kind of explain it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but then you start playing, and before you even sing, I'm like, dude, this, okay, the guitar's good. Awesome. <laughs> that guitar's awesome. And then, boom, you start going, and almost instantly, I was a fan. I was like, this guy's good. This guy's Thank real you. good. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, to, like, I probably, this probably makes you feel uncomfortable, but I was like, <laughs> good and no, no, yeah, i mean <laughs> keep it going yeah yeah <laughs> no, yeah, yeah yeah i mean th- those are like what, that's kind of what i mean though like the the moments of just being very vulnerable in front of people but you know fingers crossed and hoping that what i put out there is something that people can connect to you know uh whether it's through the music or, or through the lyrics or whatever i mean that's that's the best we can hope for and it's better that we start off from that honest you're going to be nice no matter you're going to be polite no matter what because that's what a lot of people i mean do in positions like that you know what i mean um but then you know you, the more comfortable you get the more it makes sense to i, I don't know that transition of that story was very good because it's a way a lot of people feel a lot of times you know so it just happens to have a happy ending and i don't suck you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and do you think that helped you gain that confidence? Because I think you, sometimes you could tell the difference when someone's being polite and nice versus actual honesty. So when you play and someone's saying, no, man, you, you really are really good. And then maybe yeah. that helped you early on build that confidence. And now you could get on stage no matter what. Because, you know, even if some people don't like it, you already know. I mean, there's still going to be a bunch of people that are going to like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Uh... I think I've mostly focused on, on, on the, the positive parts of, of, of interacting with people and the good stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess, uh, you know, the negative times or times when I've messed up or felt like I could have performed better. I, I've pulled those moments to me more um, to make sure that I come back and improve or, or try to, if, if I feel uncomfortable, I, I really make it a point to try to kick ass and like be yeah. like, you know, like this is, I'm going to show them and show myself that this is how it is, you know? Yeah. Um, now, and, and see, a lot of times with those mistakes, people don't even know you're making a mistake. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause I, I've done some, I mean, not, not, not probably at your scale, but I've done some, like some performances here and there and stuff too. And oh, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of times like, oh, I messed up. And then someone will be, oh, I couldn't tell. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like, all right. This, cool. this is something Worm does. He's try, he tries to like, you know, make you guys the same as equals and say, I know what you're doing because I know what you're going through, bro. I feel you in your shoes before. <laughs> I played, played in front of three people before and, you know. Hey, seven people. Seven people. <laughs> well, at least, you know, at least one knows how to play those four chords. Hey, that's all that matters, bro. That's all that matters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> That's it. That's all that matters. Boom. <laughs> but how anyway, do you go, ahead, how do you go through the process of coming up to your songs? Like I know we're talking about like expressing your feelings, but like that process of putting it down on paper and then putting music to it. Uh, most of the time, most of the time for me, it happens both ways. Uh, I, at the same time, I, I'll, I'll think of like lyrics, but I'm also thinking of how I want them to sound. And I think that's also actually, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a teacher, but like, to me, um, I mean, cause music, who needs a music teacher in that sense? I mean, there's a bunch of different ways to learn and feel about it is what I mean. Uh, we just don't need teachers at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I usually write both at the same time. And, and I guess what I was getting at is that, it helps me not feel like blocked, you know, because sometimes you'll write something and whether it's good or not, you're like, well, how do I play to this? Or, you know, some people get stuck on one or the other. Uh, and so I try to, if I'm going to think of words, I want to think of how I'm going to sing it right away. And that makes me help be able to find the chords and find the melody that I think suits best. So I kind of do it at the same time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely like a, a way to not feel like that writer's block that people feel. I don't know. And if you do get the writer's block, how do you how do you break out of it? Just a bottle of whiskey. What, what kind of yeah. cannabis? <laughs> no, what kind of cannabis do you use? To get <laughs> <laughs> like, where was it? Hey, blow some smoke, worm. Ah, uh, shoot! I uh, I turned it off. Hold on. <laughs> uh, it's uh, teething up. It's teething up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of, you know, like writer's block in general or, or just like how we were saying, like the four chords 
can be a, a, a mainstream thing or it can be like everything if you know how to use them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can be you can as long as you're feeling it and if you're presenting it, then it then it comes off as positive as you can make it, at least, you know, as, as far as feeling good while making music. Um, but there's a uh, there's like this book uh, called Zen Guitar. Uh, and I read it years ago and, and it's a short book. Um, but it's kind of just like the one thing I remember about it is like, if you only know one note on one chord of, of the guitar or like whatever it is, then you play that guitar, like you're a rock God, you know what I mean? Like you, you play, you play that one note, like it's everything and you figure out a way to make it your song. And so that kind of just made me feel like everybody has their own song or in general, like their style or their, their what they think of when they think of music, everybody has that. They just got to kind of like find it. Um, and I know that kind of goes to like writer's block too. people, you know, if you're, if you're, I know a lot of writers or, or, you know, singer songwriter musicians and stuff. And, and um, I don't know, I just think it's very easy to get caught up in like what you should be doing instead of just, uh, I don't want to say just doing it, but it kind of sounds instead of just doing it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up, man. A lot of people don't believe me. And I know it sounds like a joke, but uh, if someone does want to learn the guitar, I have a two minute lesson, man. And once you learn like this basic thing, I show them um, from there. It's like limitless. All, all it depends is really your creativity. All I show them is how to do a power chord. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and really, I mean, because with the power chord, you could go through so many different frets throughout the whole guitar. Yeah. Um, and granted, it's just the E and A a string and then uh, you could just go back and forth and all that um and all it really depends is your creativity you know what yeah. i mean and so yeah. um, i have a two-minute lesson so yeah that's very cool very cool yeah it's the same i mean that's like you know as as, as punk rock as you get you know like uh, yeah whole... yeah exactly bro. <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that, that's as i point. started learning i started noticing hey that's all they're doing they just they're just using power chords like when, yeah. when you don't know well at least like for a guitar like if you don't know uh, how to play guitar or anything it seems really impressive but then when you start learning and then you start seeing what other people are doing or even mainstream bands you start realizing oh that's really easy you know yeah. what i mean so, yeah but um, i think for me i could never get the strumming i was like <laughs> what do i do it now or some people go down down up down down up I was like, <laughs> well that's the thing actually it depends on the player because it could be the same rhythm and each player may do it differently though. So just whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah. I learned from guitar hero and it was just dun, 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 I was just going to say, I cannot play, uh, play guitar. I mean, guitar, play hero? Guitar, guitar hero at all. Like I'm just terrible. At it. I, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it's, funny, it's simpler, right? It's just five <laughs> different buttons. It's like, what the, but you have six strings. You have all these different chords. You could do that, but you can't do the six buttons. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I spent a lot of money because of guitar hero, because I paid the guitar hero, bought the guitar. And then I thought I was cool enough because I was good at guitar hero that I bought a guitar. <laughs> 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 hey, that reminds me of South Park. I don't know if you guys saw that episode where they're all into Guitar Hero, and then they're even like airplane Guitar Hero. And uh, I forgot. I think the character's name is Stan. His dad bust out with a real electric guitar. Let me show you get real Guitar Hero. And they're like, boring. <laughs> they want. To- <laughs> 
Dude, I even took lessons. I took lessons, and which I had to pay for, and still couldn't. Bro, I, I, Mike, you see, bro, I would have given George my two minute lesson. If <laughs> you, want to. you didn't believe me. Yeah. Hey, we were friends at the time. What happened? You knew I had a guitar sitting in the corner, just collecting. You never believe me, bro. You just think I'm a drunk. No, you can say, look it up on YouTube. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I offered my two minute lesson. <laughs> oh, well. But it's all right. Anyway, George, what? You took lessons and stuff? No, that's it. That's it. I took lessons. Didn't work out. I ended up selling the guitar. Like I said, I made maybe like a $25 profit on it. <laughs> not, bad. not bad. So not bad. I'm Mike. better at selling things than, than playing them. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Hey, Mike, um, and I, I don't think you've mentioned this. Granted, uh, you know, I've been drinking, right? Or, uh, where were you born and raised? Was in, um, I'm assuming San Antonio. But Yes, uh, yes, here. here. Raised San Antonio. Or, yeah. well, um, when was the first time you picked up any instrument? How old were you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I had to have been younger than 10, but I, I feel like when I started playing seriously, um, well, I don't know. I say seriously. I was in a band when I was in high school. So if there's a, if there's like a, you know, cause anybody can be like, I played guitar when I was four years old because somebody yeah, put a yeah. guitar in my hand, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably like 15, 16 years old is when I was in a band that like was starting to play but we were we were terrible i mean i don't even count that i don't even count count that time of being a musician you know i don't think it <laughs> well, <laughs> like did I, you play though what'd you play <laughs> in the band uh guitar guitar yeah and I, I i sang too but me and my my friend that were in the band at that time we just went back and forth on who was singing because i was like i'm terrible and he he was and so he'd let me try or he would i would let him try and then he would sing and he'd be like he's terrible and then we just <laughs> go back and forth it was just like a I mean, we didn't really have a, a drummer at the time. And then when we did get a drummer, I mean, we we're just a terrible band. You know, like, it was just like, <laughs> hey, it's a beginning. It's a beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to, I have to like, uh, I have to feel good that I can say I was terrible because now when I'm like, I'm not so terrible, I can make it, it seems more legitimate than me thinking I've just been great this whole time. You know, yeah. I mean, not that I'm saying I think I'm great now, but you know. <laughs> You're pretty good though. You're pretty good. <laughs> Um, what, uh, what other instruments do you know besides guitar, though? Uh, I mean, I, I play piano in Gear Vibes a little bit, um, but usually, I, I don't know, it, I just use it more for writing. And then once okay. I kind of I kind of like figure some stuff out, then uh, then I'll get somebody else to come and like make it better, <laughs> make my make the idea on the piano better, because I can't actually like do all of it sometimes. And then, so we kind of just work it as far as like composing the, the structure of the song. Did you ever like in high school that you join the actual band, like the high school band? Or you know? band? Uh, I was. Uh... That's for nerds, George. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was. Uh, I played tuba. I was in the drum line, so screw it. <laughs> I, I played tuba when I was in eighth grade. Uh, I think it was eighth grade, or maybe it was ninth. I can't remember. Like going the first year into high school. I can't remember. Um, no, yeah, it was the first year into high school, I think, because I. I told myself what could make the rest of my high school really great. Play tuba. Uh, <laughs> hey, tuba uh, school. <laughs> uh, that, that, that year was the only time I've ever like learned music and like, you know, how to read it and all that. How, how to read it and, and do that stuff. I mean, I was a, I was a relatively good, de like decent tuba player. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that wasn't cool at the time. I was like, I remember, and, you know, I just re remember all of these moments of like thinking, when am I ever going to use this? And then like, you know, my, 
my sister played clarinet or something and I was like that's lame and now I'm here in a band full of like 10 people at least with all these instruments and I'm like had I just kind of like had that you know I mean who would have known but like now I'm like writing a song where I want a fucking clarinet in it I'm literally at this (laughs) moment I have a song yeah and I'm just like man like what are the odds of that you know like I should have just just embraced it all you know but yeah (laughs) but but do you have a tuba player (laughs) not at the moment my my other my yeah (laughs) right (laughs) you guys have had a tuba player before this Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just don't remember like the tuba players in my in my high school band being like the cool band guys. Like obviously right. you have your drummers and all that. But and and I also don't know what other sound tubas make than other than <laughs> <laughs> they're the bass, bro. They're the heart. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I think of the tuba, call him a culo, Mike. Anytime I think of the tuba, I think of like Family Guy when like the like the there's that person or whatever following somebody else around with the tuba and it's like just all like womp 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 you know like uh you know like that sort of thing but uh but yeah my cousins played tuba and baritone and geobabs at a time and uh you know we've had a a, just a a whole little orchestra with us sometimes man that's awesome yeah so i've appreciated it all i guess at this point you know (laughs) but when i when i was joining band at that time in in school i didn't know like the differences between a trumpet or a trombone or a french horn or a tuba and all this and all they all they do the band directors come up and they're like what mouthpiece is comfortable for you and you don't think about the way it works and i was like a little chubby eighth grade ninth grade kid or whatever and and so I don't know. To, to me, they trick you. They trick you. They're like, oh, this bigger one must feel better because it's bigger. So you can be all, burr, 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 you know, and you're like <laughs> that, like that makes sense. Sure. I'll, I'll take the bigger one. And then they're like tuba. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, you tricked me. And, and then like wh- when they put it all together, you start looking around the room and it's like, huh? So the skinny kids are playing trumpet. The not so skinny kids are playing trombone, and the chubby kids are playing tuba. Like, <laughs> oh, and I was like, they did it on purpose. They did it on purpose. <laughs> wow! I'm glad you said That's that crazy. because I wanted to say that earlier, yeah. but you know, you know, I'm a little chubs. So <laughs> I don't want to oust myself, <laughs> but and that's exactly what I I noticed in my high school band. I was like. And that's why maybe the uh, tuba players weren't the cool guys. Yeah, I mean they should they should switch it, <laughs> they should switch it around. You know, like if if all like the chubby players like play a trumpet and like join the jazz band and they were like being all sexy with the music, that would make them like so much more cool, so much quicker. You know, and then like what do the skinny kids need it for if they're if they're playing tuba? Like they're still they still look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> And also, I'm, I, this is when you were explaining like them like sizing mouthpieces. I'm just in my head. I was picturing they're just lining lining all of you up and going, "How does that feel? How does that feel?" <laughs> yeah, that's a COVID <laughs> warning right there. <laughs> just... I was like, "Oh, what's going on here?" <laughs> Since we're talking about high school, one thing we always ask people from San Antonio. What high school did you go to? All right, 2H2Fers, I think this is where we're going to pause the conversation 
for part one. Remember, part two comes out Thursday. We're still hanging out with Michael Carrillo, a.k.a. Mikey Vibe. Follow him. Music. <laughs> We're going to be ending the podcast a little different this time around. That's right. I'm going to be singing us out. <laughs> oh, is it not me? Oh. No, no, no. Uh, Michael Carrillo, a.k.a. Mikey Vibe, is going to play us out. So, hey, but with that said, Worm, what are you going to say? Mike, let me join your band. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime. I'm drunk. All right, anytime, bro. He said anytime. Also. Anytime. Right. As long as you play that one chord. That's one chord. Hey, bro, that's the only chord I know. <laughs> and with that said, Mikey, do right. your thing. All right, thanks, guys. It's been a year or more since the sky was blue A year or more since I've seen the moon There ain't no shooting stars to make wishes come true Well, it's been a year or more and I'm still in love with you It's been a year or more since the train tracks ran A year or more more than I can't stand I don't know where she went Hell I don't know where I am but it's been a year or more since she called me her man It's been a year or more since I sang my song I'm tired now Where well, the track's too long Don't know where she went Or how we went wrong It's been a year or more And I don't know where I belong it's been a year or more since the sky was blue a year or more since i'd seen the moon ain't no shooting stars to make wishes come true well it's been a year more and I'm still in love with you. Thanks, guys. Man, bro. <laughs> awesome, bro. That was Thank badass. You. Like that. that was better than what I was going to play. <laughs> so, I just know one chord. That's, that's <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you, guys. No problem, man. That was good. That was good.